<sighs> Merry Christmas and Happy Holidays, everybody. It's Will here, and this is a special little treat as we, well, begin to wrap up the holiday season. It's just about to reach its peak, and we wanted to give you a little present here for something under the tree as you celebrate whatever traditions you're celebrating this year. Lucas and I wish you the best holiday season 2022 that you can possibly have no matter what you are celebrating but i feel like this time of year there's all kinds of different specials that make their way onto our tv screens perhaps it's arthur's perfect christmas and uh, that is definitely one i'm going to be digging up for sure but there is one that we have also talked about that maybe you haven't heard before And it's high time that we spread the love to everybody here at the end of a successful holiday season, or at least at the peak of a successful holiday season. And that is our ECL commentary for a Charlie Brown Christmas. Now, if you were, uh, if you're a patron over at patreon.com slash Elwood City Limits, you actually heard this right around this time last December. And we are giving it to you now. Whether you've already watched A Charlie Brown Christmas this year, whether you're saving it perhaps, maybe it might be nice to listen to it with us. And this is our commentary track. We give you the instructions on how to sync it at the beginning. And yeah, you can watch A Charlie Brown Christmas with us. And uh, this is our little treat to you. Of course, the schedule is going to be a little bit lighter because we're going to be celebrating Christmas ourselves. We're going to be celebrating New Year's and getting back into the swing of things. So you're going to find a couple of other presents like this in the next week or so as we kind of get our feet under us and also chill out. And I hope that you're chilling out as well. So without further ado, please enjoy the ECL commentary of A Charlie Brown Christmas now available to you as our holiday gift. Merry Christmas, happy holidays, love you guys, and we'll see you in 2023. Welcome, welcome, patrons, beloved patrons of Elwood City Limits. This is a little bit different than what you might have been expecting, but we are technically within our purview. Will Young here with Lucas Mancini. Now, we don't actually have any other Arthur specials to do commentaries for. We've done them all. We've done content for them all. There's Arthur's first day, but we've done basically a whole episode about that. So instead, there's a lovely little loophole that a couple of our patrons noted to us a couple months ago that this year, the the seminal Christmas classic, A Charlie Brown Christmas, is being shown on PBS, which I say makes it rife for our commentary. Ho, ho, ho! I heard that all the little patrons were very good and made their Patreon payments monthly this year. And so I've decided that Santa Claus, by the way, uh, to come on to the commentary to introduce it and also give them a special additional present in their Patreon RSS feeds. Ho! Oh, oh! You're right. We've been we. I I meant to keep this a secret too, but we've been working with Santa Claus himself to give you a little bit of end of the year Christmas cheer in the form of a Charlie Brown Christmas. So Santa, thank you for joining us. But if you don't mind, uh, my friend Lucas and I, uh, we do have to get this going. 
I'm very busy, so I'll be on my way and give Lucas back his Blue Yeti microphone. Ho, 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 ho. Thank you, Santa. The elves make those in our workshop, by the way. Goodbye, Will. Does that, does that kind of slave labor? Okay, I'll, I'll ask him next time. Yeah, I, I, typical Santa, leaving when you're about to ask the hard questions. Mm. Um, so yeah, we're gonna watch Charlie Brown Christmas, Lucas, uh, together. Uh, so, uh, of course, uh, digitally. So we're gonna be uh, uh, providing everyone with syncing instructions for how to uh, sync up your yours and my voice with that with that wonderful special. Whether you own it on DVD, maybe you recorded it off of PBS, or you're using uh, Apple. I believe it's on Apple TV Plus if you have that service. You can sit down and watch it with us, and we have it in time for you for it to still technically be Christmas. So here's how it's going to work. Uh, as with all of our other commentaries, I will give you the countdown. It's going to sound like this. Three, two, one, go. And when I say go, you press play, we press play, and we watch together at more or less the same time. We want to say, of course, a special thank you. Whether you've been our patron for the last 12 months, for from since the very beginning that we started Patreon, or if you just joined now, we are happy to have you here. You have made this year a little bit extra special, and we wanted to give you uh, one of two final gifts for the year to say thank you. And uh, what better way to say thank you than to kick back with this classic now PBS... Is, is, does this tr- technically make Charlie Brown PBS Kids? I guess so. Well, we're going to uh, sit down and uh, we're going to feel all kinds of ways about things when we catch up with this 1965, 10, 20, 30, 40, 50, 60, 60 plus year Christmas special. All right. Here comes the countdown. Get ready. Three, two, one, go. Okay. Yep. We, are, we are going. We see this brisk, snowy day. Now, Will, what is your experience with one Chuck Brown? Charles Brown, what are your thoughts? I had a little bit of a Charlie Brown phase when I was younger. Nothing too serious, but it helped that the channel that will always play the Charlie Brown cartoons played, like, all of them. So, by which I mean YTV in Canada. So, they would play... A Charlie Brown Christmas. They would play other Charlie Brown holiday specials. They would play the Charlie Brown and Snoopy show. Um, I remember reading the comics when I was little. So Charlie Brown's been around for quite a long time. I like I spent quite a bit of time with him. What about you? Uh, so I've like watched all the bit. Like I've seen this one before. I've seen the Great Pumpkin, and it's something that like my parents would talk about and reference all the time. Mm-hmm. Um, and I know the big kind of reference points. You know, there's the Dirty Blanket guy. There's or dude. uh, He's the dirty blanket guy to you. I mean, if you had to describe that character, right? What's what's his name? Lucas. What's his name? Pigpen, right? The, the, the character with the blanket. Oh, I think I'm conflating the dirty guy with the blanket guy. You are, you definitely are. And I I can't believe it's Lucas. How do you forget a name like Linus? I don't, I don't know. Again, I'm not that... I don't have that much affinity for Charlie Brown. Right, I, I right. remember... So, the big things I remember from Charlie Brown yep. is the dirty guy. Yep. Um, they all dance funny. Yep. Um, the way the parents sound. That's like a joke yep. I'll make all the time when someone's listening to me is like referencing the way the, the, the Charlie parent, Brown parents sounds. Yep. Um, Lucy removing the football. Uh-huh. Um, Snoopy? Surely. 
Okay, so Snoopy, this is the other thing. My Probably my favorite Charlie Brown thing is, and this actually relates to Christmas, is that, that Christmas song about Snoopy being a World War One veteran. Oh, um, something about the Red Baron? Uh, what's, yeah. what's that called? Snoopy, <laughs> Snoopy gets into a dogfight, uh, no pun intended, um, in World War One, the yes. Great War. The Flying Ace. Say. Yeah, and um, participates in some sort of Christmas truce with the Red Baron, hmm. which is kind of a crazy Christmas song for a whole manner of reasons. I, I mean, for- first and foremost, we're talking about an event that killed millions of people. Yeah. Uh, and also Snoopy the dog was there. Hey, man, the greatest generation were just trying to work through their feelings about it. And what better way to do that than with a black and white dog pretending that he's a ace fighter pilot? It's true. Well, it's also funny because that Christmas song takes place, like, it, there's letter levels to it, right? Because it's like, that's that's a song that takes place in the universe where Snoopy actually was a fighter pilot. Right. So it's like, that that song takes place in, like, Snoopy's mind's see, eye. Oh, see, here's, here's the dirty guy! It's, Pig, it's Pigpen. I don't blame you for not knowing Pigpen. I'm just surprised. I would have thought that Linus would have been a name that even Charlie, filthy Charlie Brown casuals like yourself would know. Is Snoopy eating these bones? Yeah, that's what dogs do. They 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 eat and grind bones within their body. All the way down, though. <laughs> According to cartoons. Mm, Peanuts, that's peanut- when the acid rain is is extra good. Did you ever see that uh, that CGI Peanuts movie that came out a couple years ago? I was going to ask you about that, because that was a big product after a company here. This is a, the, my favorite Peanuts fact, is that that company here in Nova Scotia purchased the license for Peanuts. Was it uh, Wild Brain? I can't remember what it was called, but there there is some sort of media company here that owns Peanuts. Uh, which is always just weird that there's this kind of Nova Scotia Peanuts connection. But that was that was the big kind of Peanuts rebrand was that CGI movie, which I heard okay things about. I never saw it. Mm, me neither. I've kind of grown out of uh, the Peanuts at this point. I will say, though, as I watch it here, one thing that I think I find really endearing is the way that uh, Charles Schultz and the Peanuts animators uh, drew uh, human expressions yeah. I think with only a couple of lines, they're able to communicate uh, human expression uh, quite with with a degree of nuance that you wouldn't expect. I also, of course, relate to the uh, to the uh, white balding loser, Charlie Brown. <laughs> <laughs> this is I've been watching. Um, I forgot that Lucy. I remember Lucy having these like stands, but I forgot that she was like Charlie Brown's psychiatrist. This is like a children's version of The Sopranos. <laughs> Regular Dr. Melfi over here. <laughs> I wish Lucy, I... what's the matter with you? <laughs> Talking about my mother. That's my mother. She was a saint. I wish I could be happy, Lucy, but I just can't, all right? <laughs> I opened the mailbox and nobody sends me nothing. How do you expect me to fucking feel? I'll have to put a language warning on this one. This it's behind the Patreon wall. We're allowed to get a little blue. Yeah, we're getting a little. It's it's Christmas. We've had a little bit of eggnog. I wish. You know, it's party time. Oh, okay. You might have seen me talk about this. I can't remember what. I think this was on my Instagram. Will yes. I might make a Twitter post about this? 
I have some opinions about the different eggnog brands available here in Nova Scotia. <laughs> oh boy. Okay. Uh, yeah. All right. I'm listening. Of, I'm listening. I'm listening. You know, what's, pre- what's, what's President's what's Choice bad? eggnog is Garbo. Oh, is that God. your opinion? No. Well, I mean, I wouldn't even touch that. To take, you know, in keeping with the Christmas spirit, to reference something else, Christmas, I wouldn't touch the President's Choice eggnog with a thirty-nine and a half foot pole. Ooh. Um, but no, 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 no. My, uh, I, I'm talking the eggnog tier list of the real milk companies around here. You know, okay. your Baxters, your Farmers, your Scottsburn, and the like. Okay. So, tier list as follows. We're going to start off with the Z tier, and this is more of a disqualification just because it, it kind of violates the rules of the whole thing, is the Scottsburn one because it's not actually eggnog. It's holiday nog. Yeah. So that gets it, that gets an immediate thumbs down from yours truly. Yeah, it's coward um, Second shit. of all, the packaging... The other two have the classic red eggnog carton, whereas the Scotsburn is a black carton. An unappealing so, black carton. An unappealing cat. I'm glad you said it and not me, Will, but I, I concur. Next is, and this is going to be a contentious one, and this is going to make no sense to any of our American listeners. <laughs> if you're an American <laughs> listener, look up these, these eggnog not just, cartons. Not just our American listeners, but our American patrons. <laughs> our American patrons, our patrons who are in Canada outside of the <laughs> outside of the eastern yeah. seaboard. Yeah. Well, listen, you guys can look this up. They'll see images of this on Google Images. And, and, and hey, maybe you could, get, you could order some online. Who knows? Anyway, yeah. stimulate yeah. the Nova Scotia farmer economy. The Please. Nova Scotia dairy lobby. Um... <laughs> Farmers, farmers, I am, this is actually a uh, exception for me because we are a farmer's eggnog or a farmer's milk household. Right. I'd be getting the farmer's 2%. That's my go-to milk carton. Okay. Okay. So you'd think I would like their eggnog as well. And, you know, they, they check off some of the boxes. For instance, red carton. You know, I love that. Classic red carton. We have some Christmas um, kind of. Uh, Christmas symbolism on the carton. We have your classic holly and berries, so you know what time of year it is. Mm-hmm. With that being said, two big strikes for the farmer's eggnog. One, it's just I don't like the taste as much. Two, the uh, pictures on the front are an- – it's like an illustration. It's like a digital illustration. They're animated. Well, not animated, but it- it's not an actual photograph. Here's your dancing. Um, here's your dancing, Lucas. Here Why we you... go. Here we go. This is okay. This is my favorite peanut stuff. Look at these guys cutting a rug. So um, this is one of those things where if you look at any of these people individually, they're all <laughs> doing something. Where if I saw anybody dancing like this, I'd be like, oh my god. So uh, it, it wasn't on screen long enough. I was going to ask you which dancing were you. Oh, true. We'd have to go back. It probably have to be the kid. For me, it's the kid with the shoulders doing the weird like shimmy in place. I they all like look like character. It, it looks like one of those Fortnite concerts. Everybody's just doing their individual <laughs> Fortnite dance. Um, but, uh, okay, the grand finale of my eggnog ranking yes. Yes. Uh, is, of course, the Baxter's eggnog, both for in taste. And second of all, the uh, red carton has pictures of ornate gold cups. Um, so when you drink it, you feel like a fancy duke or some sort of king or something. Um, and so that's why it's my favorite of, of the three eggnogs available here. I will only say that my favorite is the vanilla eggnog. I forget which uh, which company that is. The one with the yellow carton. I think it's maybe maybe Baxter's or Scottsburn. I don't remember. Anyway, yeah. Uh, uh, okay, you cl- you clearly you need you needed to get that out. And where better than on a Christmas commentary? Okay, here we go. Okay, okay, yeah. 
I mean, um, the the girl dancing with Linus is literally just skanking, which is pretty cool. <laughs> um, yeah, this kid. I like, the shirt. I, I like I like the girl next to uh, Pigpen, like doing the like head back and forth. Oh my god, is that guy doing the Running Man? Yes, yeah, I that think girl. So. That girl like just rocking her head back and forth. In fact, there's two of her. I don't know if they're twins in universe. Sally totally is skanking. I never noticed that before. She's just <laughs> slow mo skanking. Yeah, pick it up, pick it up, pick it up. <laughs> What's the dude with the piano's name? Uh, Schroeder. Schroeder. And someone's got, a, like, a crush on him, right? Uh, uh, um, Lucy does. Lucy does. I've, like, yeah, I've weirdly... I don't think I ever really liked... When I was a kid, um, I, I appreciate them now, but when I was a little kid, I didn't really like old cartoons, right? I was like, oh, this sure. is... Uh, I'd rather watch Spongebob or something for my, my ADHD-rattled brain. So, this something is just a little too slow. Something that's a little bit more kinetic and in your face. Yeah, but... Um, it, it is something that, like, I, I've... Because I would just watch whatever cartoon was on TV. So I have seen quite a bit of this. Mm. Some classic animal comedy here. It's amazing how much Snoopy was, like, one of the most ancient memes known to man. It's like before even Garfield, there was Snoopy. I mean, his mouth's probably cleaner than you. I said you took the words out of my mouth. You ever notice how Charlie Brown's hair is also on his shoes? No. Wait, Hang on. wait till we see okay. Charlie Brown again. Yeah, yeah. Okay, now now I'll be looking. See, I used to relate to Linus because he carries around the blanket, and I used to have a blanket too. He's like double blanket up right now. He's got the orange and the teal blanket. I think that might be his costume? Question mark. <laughs> I love that face from Lucy. It's so close to the camera. it's so funny like this is from 1965 yeah and people are complaining about christmas getting too commercial (laughs) um yeah look his hair's on his shoes oh he's turning his head to the side just a second okay i'm gonna keep a hawk eye on him He starts playing um, that vampire, uh, that vampire Playboy Cardi song with the piano. <laughs> I don't know. Since we're at the end of the year, um, Elwood City, City Limits patrons, go back to the podcast from this year. Count how many times Lucas has referenced Playboy Cardi. Listen, I've been working on my Cardinese. Give me shit. I don't know. I like. I. I. It's. It's funny, I, I listened to a lot less... Uh, there wasn't a big hip-hop album, with the exception of Donda. Uh, yeah, there wasn't but... a big hip-hop album I got really consumed with this year. So mm. I spent a lot of the year just going back and listening to Playboy Cardi. Um, Fair enough. I also I, I, did see, I, I did see what you were talking about. His hair is his, shoe, his shoelaces. 
<laughs> thank you. Thank you. Feel vindicated. Also, it's just like, you know, in our early episodes of Elwood City Limits, we would, those same jokes would be made about the Migos all the time. Like, yeah. I just feel like Playboy Cardi is my go-to reference when it comes to that type of rap music. Yeah, it's always it's just always interesting to see which one you're on to at, at, at which yeah. point. From Migos to Playboy Cardi to... Uh, yeah. I would say Travis Scott, but you know me, I don't I don't mess with Satan. <laughs> not today, not today, yeah, devil. Exactly. I don't want to get involved with any sort of demons. Mm. I, I I will also add here, I feel like one of our patrons may know this. Um there is a there's like a scrubs version of this that they did it was like the scrubs cast did like a truncated voiceover to the charlie brown christmas special and i think i forget if it was like a dvd special or something but a lot of these shots i recognize from watching that on youtube like decades ago so like What's Charlie Brown's whole thing? Like, is he sad? Like, he's, like, kind of, like, depressed? It kind of depends on um, what you need him to be. I think he's generally, he's kind of put upon a little bit. He's very, he's, he's you know what? He's kind of a proto-Arthur character. He's very yeah, anxious. He's, he's, he's an odd protagonist. Yeah, he's very anxious. He's very concerned about what people think of him. Uh, he's very concerned about how he appears to other people. Um some I think in the comics he can tend to be a little bit more maudlin, but in the cartoon he's a little bit more of a he's a little bit his his edges are softened a little bit. Yeah. See, like this has you know the this you know whole thing of Charlie Brown directing the Christmas special has a little reminds me a little bit of that episode where Francine was the director of uh, yes the Thomas Edison play. Or, or excuse me, because it's Arthur, the one where he's uh, trying to get the crunch cereal jingle, and just when, that, uh, that that kind of like power mad director that Arthur becomes. That episode where Francine's the director. What's the big like, um, the big like uh, line from that episode that always comes in? Like, it, it, there's like those quote unquote Arthur Savage moments. Oh, it's the uh, it's like with it's like without lights, he'd have to shop in the dark. Oh, oh right. I guess you already do. There's some sort of car, used car sale going on. Some really, really wonderful jazz pieces in the back in the background. Just re- uh, just so, such a nice one to put on, just vibe to. You know, I've only had a real tree these past two years. I had a fake tree my whole life. My mm. I never grew up with a real tree in the house. My parents always had a fake one, so I never understood, like. I could take or leave like a real tree. It's not just a big part of the tradition for me. Yeah. But it's funny. My roommate was so insistent that we get a real tree. And I do see the appeal. It does make the apartment smell really nice. Hmm. But uh, I'm actually the exact opposite of you because for most of my life, my family got a real tree. So I was used to having it. But since I started dating uh, my wife, you know, almost a decade ago, um, she is allergic to pine needles. So we can't have re- hmm. we can't have real trees. In fact... She's she's told me before that the first couple of uh, years that she was well born when she was like a toddler, she would have to go to the hospital on Christmas Day, and they would they did not 
figure out why until they determine that she's allergic to pine needles and that was causing her, you know, to go into an allergic reaction. So it's, uh, it's, uh, yeah, it's just not, it's just not, not, not going to be a thing with us anymore. But like you said, I'm not re- like, I don't miss having a real tree. Like, it's fine. Like we have a fake tree and it looks great. And there's less, you know, um, the thing with real trees is that it, they always shed and you have to water them and stuff. So fake trees take a lot less maintenance, which I appreciate. But I like real trees too. Who's playing these drums? That's what I want to know. Good because... question. Maybe Snoop. Well, Snoop's just kind of dancing around. He's got the music in his in his feet. That can't be good for the little piano. Okay, maybe not. He was dancing and then the drum stopped. Maybe he maybe it's like a keyboard where he's got like a drum sample. Oh, true, 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 true. He's got the drum machine. Yeah, I could see the modern. If they ever made a modern day Charlie Brown, Schroeder would be getting into um, like modular synths. He'd be like one of those guys. <laughs> Deck them halls and all that stuff. See, he's going between different like key sounds. Like he went from a keyboard to an organ. So it's like maybe he's got like an early Casio or something. Yeah. Did you see that tweet that was like, uh, <laughs> white people get so excited singing Jiggy Bells, they make up like their own verses? No, I don't think so. <laughs> Yeah. I don't know if I I don't know if I get the joke. Sorry. It's just it's just like you know, it, I I suppose the implication is that it it is a culturally like uh, much earlier saying things like oh golly gee, uh, getting all wrapped up and excited to sing jingle bells, um, it, it is a uh, a kind of a a a white guy thing, uh, and people from other cultures don't really do that. This is the other thing is that is that Charlie Brown is often the butt of jokes and ridicule. Yeah. Which I don't really that's something that that's always confused me. It's like what about like yeah, it's weird. I'm not saying it's bad. It's interesting and unique about Charlie Brown is that the protagonist is always kind of like it seems like it never really goes well for him. I think that's a part of media that is cha- that has changed quite a bit because I think if you made Charlie Brown today, I mean like from the ground up, then Charlie Brown would be like a relatable character. Is not not this exactly, but he'd be like a BoJack Horseman, you know, where you're meant to on some degree sympathize with him at least for part of that show and it's not a perfect analogy. But what I mean is is that in the, you know in the 60s when our parents were kids and they were making Charlie Brown, I think the idea was is that you would have like this every put upon every man character. And the idea wasn't that you would feel like you're him. It's that you would be looking from the outs from the outside at someone like Charlie Brown and being like, what a weird guy, you know? Yeah. I'm so, I'm so glad I'm not him. Whereas, whereas today it's just like, as I mentioned earlier, I relate quite a bit to Charlie Brown from time to time, Mm. which I don't know if that was their original intention to have him be a relatable character. I don't know. I would have to look more into their history. Much like Christopher the Christmas Tree, one of the the rare Christmas special that celebrates the religious aspects of the Christmas holiday. Explicitly. 
Speaking of that, um, did you see that VeggieTales recently violated one of their original tenants? Uh, I don't think so, no. So one of the I, – I remember this because I used to as, – it's funny because I grew up in a very secular household, and I think my parents bought me VeggieTales VHSs just not knowing how religious they were. I, I just liked seeing the talking vegetables. Sure. Um, but uh, in the behind-the-scenes – they talk about how they never wanted to do anything from the New Testament because they didn't want to show uh, Jesus Christ as a vegetable. Um, oh yes, I do. I do. I know exactly. In a exactly recent what you're Twitter, about. yeah, in a recent Twitter post, we finally have. I believe he's a P. He's a P. We have baby, baby P. Jesus. Yes, I did see this. Oh, I like the little scratches that pop in from time to time on the back of this animated uh, background. You tend to forget that that's kind of what the special is about. It's about reorienting the meaning yeah. of Christmas towards towards the the Christian ideal. Yeah, they kind of lost the war on Christmas, eh? Yeah. In a way, Lucas, didn't we all lose the war on mm. Christmas? Lol. Rip. His commercial dog, brother, you don't know the half of it. <laughs> True. <laughs> Everything I touch turns to shit. There's also kind of mixed messages going on here. It's like, what about Snoopy's house was particularly commercial? I, I guess... suppose it's like like all of the, the, the more, again, secular aspects of Christmas, like decorating the Christmas tree, if you're really hardline about that stuff. And I know people who grew up in households like that where it was like, you got to keep the Christ in Christmas and it really has to be kind of a religious thing. But I don't know. This doesn't... I think it's just that like it's so bright and ornate. And that Christmas oh. doesn't need to be like this big, showy, flashy holiday, I guess. Again, history has uh, <laughs> bad news for this special. And we end with a... I will, I, I will say, this one's a banger. I love this song. And we end with a Christian hymn. One of the better hymns. This one, it's trunk-knocking music. It's got a good tune to it. Well, that'll do it for the ECL commentary on a Charlie Brown Christmas. This was a lot of fun. Thanks to everybody who recommended that we uh, give this a spin around Christmas. We hope you enjoyed this. We hope you enjoyed whatever you have been uh, up to this holiday season. And we're looking forward to making more Patreon content for you in the new year. Uh, Yeah, aside from that, you have something coming up next week. Uh, patrons exclusive. We'll be back in the new year with um, 
with new ECL content, new For the Kids content, and more. Lucas, any final messages to our patrons before we say goodbye? Uh, no, just, uh, well, I guess I do have final messages. Uh, happy <laughs> happy holidays, everybody. Christmas, Kwanzaa, Hanukkah, uh, whatever you celebrate, I hope that everyone has a happy, safe holiday. You're, I hope you're, you all get rapid testing kits and you're, you're in your stocking and you're safe from the Omicron variant. Uh, and I can't wait to uh, talk to you all in the new year. May all your test results be negative and all of your interactions over the holiday be positive. For Lucas Mancini, I'm Will Young, and we'll see you next time.